Hi there, listeners. It's Farnoosh. And I just want to say I'm really honored that you've chosen to subscribe to So Money. I know there are a lot of podcasts out there. The fact that you're here is not lost on me. Now, if you're enjoying these episodes and you're benefiting from the advice and you want more, I've actually created something really special for us. It's called the So Money Members Club. It's an online platform where you can connect more closely with me and engage with fellow So Money fans who want to become more empowered in their financial lives. The website is So Money members.com. And when you go there, you'll learn all the benefits, including exclusive monthly finance workshops, private group calls with me. You get your questions answered in our member community. I'm often in there weighing in, and you get instant access to all of our workshop recordings. We have a robust library that's growing so far. We've had workshops on investing in real estate, kids and money, and how to earn more in 2024. And most of all, it's fun, positive, encouraging, all the things personal finance should be. Go to somoneymembers.com and I hope you'll join us. I'm limiting enrollment and doors will close soon. Check out somoneymembers.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hosting the So Money Podcast for almost 10 years, I've been learning a lot about how to best serve you outside the show. I've begun to offer pop-up workshops and a So Money Members Club. And with each new line of business, a lot goes on behind every transaction. Stripe helps simplify and ease payments with Tap to Pay on iPhone, which helps me grow revenue and reach through accepting more in-person contactless payments when I'm out in real life promoting my programs. Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe give me the ability to scale quickly quickly and stay flexible with quick setup and no additional hardware required. And it's not just ideal for me. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe help businesses of all sizes accept contactless payments right from an iPhone. Whether your customers want to use their card, Apple Pay, or other digital wallet, now you can accept contactless payments right from an iPhone. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. So Money Episode 1610, 2023 Year in Review, Funny in Finance, Money Through a Comedy Lens. You're listening to So Money with award-winning money guru, Farnoosh Torabi. Each day, get a 30-minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. Welcome back to So Money, everybody. One of our final episodes of 2023. And I wanted to go out with some laughter, some levity. It's been a tough year. And as you know, I love to sit down with comedians. I personally love comedy. I dabbled in stand-up myself, which I dabbled in stand-up before the pandemic, which then led me to writing a healthy state of panic. So I have a lot of respect and admiration, and I have a lot of belief in this career called stand-up and making people laugh. I really appreciate people who dedicate their lives to getting on stage and telling stories that make us think, laugh. It's one of the hardest and boldest things to do. 
And today's show takes us back to a few of those guests and their unforgettable interviews. First up is Zarna Garg. She joined the show at the top of 2023, episode 1465. Zarna is one in a billion, an Indian immigrant mom who only recently became a stand-up comedian. Zarna believes brown women everywhere have a right to laugh at anything and anyone they want to, including the sacred cows, brown men, and their mothers. And in this excerpt, Zarna opens up about what she wishes she had known about money a lot sooner. First of all, namaste. Thank you so much for having me. Your audience, everything you're doing is so great. And I love talking about money. So this is like right up my alley. Yes. Um, I started in comedy the way every brown woman starts in comedy. Like see, I dreamt about it as a girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we in our cultures don't even know this is a job. You right. know what I mean? So I, I, I am a lawyer. I'm a, I'm a licensed lawyer in the state of New York. And I was a stay-at-home mom for 16 years because I couldn't figure out how to do it together, how to be the mom and have a job that had like very specific demands. And, you know, you know, the movies they make like Jessica Alba is running in a very sexy suit and she's got one kid here and one kid here. And then she's like flipping a lettuce for dinner and sipping wine. I was like, that was not me. (laughs) I was like... I was like pushing a stroller, dragging a Costco cart, like trying not to like trying in the shower. Yes. Oh my God. That, that was more me. And I was like, this is not working. And plus like, I was just really a bad lawyer. You know what I mean? So it made the transition to not practicing very easy. What do you mean you were a bad lawyer? Did you lose cases? I couldn't, you know, here's the thing. Lawyers have to, you know, lie a little bit sometimes to help their clients. But like, if you're a mom and like your lie detecting mom, radar is like boop, 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 all the time. And somebody says something so ridiculous. You're like, listen, I know you did it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if Were you defending you, criminals? What was yeah. going on there? Well, all kinds of things. I mean, oh and I, no, I'm joking. I was good at it, but I really honestly could not figure out how to make a typical corporate life in New York work with being a mother with being a wife and you know and I'm an old school Indian woman being a wife also means something in my world the world that I come from which I understand in America it's not cool to say that but it means something in the world that I come from you know Mm -hmm. there is there is a little support structure situation that the woman is responsible for and I was, and I was happily so. I'm not even complaining. Like we're we're yeah. a typical traditional Indian couple, my husband and I. And so what happened is that uh, after my third kid got into went to kindergarten, I was just dying inside. I wanted to go back to work. I mean, I came to America because I wanted to be educated and study and work. But then the reality of building that life hit. And just Mm -hmm. took me off the path for so many years. And those were good years. Don't get me wrong. I actually, like, I kind of like my kids. They're not bad. but (laughs) They're okay. But when you give up your whole life in the service of these little children, I think the level of resentment that that at least I felt, I, I wasn't even prepared for it. You said that you love talking about money and I want to yes. know, and I saw a hilarious video you did where you broke down crypto yeah. and probably the best, you said, <laughs> do you remember it? 
Can you yeah, share? Bitcoin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Zara, tell us what is crypto? <laughs> what is Bitcoin? So, Bitcoin. Sorry, what is, is Bitcoin? Right. Yeah. What is Bitcoin? Because, you know, Bitcoin was all the rage where everywhere you went, like Bitcoin, I bought it, I sold it. And I, I didn't know anything about it. But I was like, I'm like a reasonably well-read, well-spoken, educated person in the world. And if I don't know, there's probably other people who have no idea what this thing is. So I just made like a little parody video where I was like, you know what, Bitcoin is something you buy on a shady website. And and then you tell everybody about it. And everywhere you go, you just keep saying Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And then and then when when enough people are interested in it, you sell it and you buy Amazon stock. Yeah. <laughs> you can go back to the tried and true thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, mean, I, thought I that really was, wrote that yeah. from from what I would do, from a state of what I would do. If I, I mean, know. that's not a, a far-fetched explanation. That is kind of what a lot of the pump and dump is around right because and a lot of a lot of stuff benefit from using those kind of words that are harder to understand yeah by common people what are your thoughts on women and money and and even you know reflecting on your own life you know what were some of the things you might go back and change or that you find humor in because you just can't believe the absurdity i to be serious for one minute, I think that motherhood it takes a toll. And so many women, myself included, have paid such a heavy price for being moms because you get you get knocked out of your career one way or another, gently or or aggressively. I do understand that the millennial generation is trying to address it and, and I hope that they are able to fix it. Uh, but also I came from a world where I could have been like, oh, my husband's working, I'm home and his income will support us and it's going to be all good. And, you know, I know now that it's, and I'm in a great marriage. It's none of that. He's a good guy, but life throws so many curveballs. You right. cannot be oblivious to your own obligation, to your own well-being. And that includes your financial well-being. You mm-hmm. cannot be sitting there. I know women who've never stepped foot in a bank. That's like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I know, they I know. think they don't need that to. That was my mother them. when I was growing up. She didn't know how to write a check. She, but she, she's completely self-taught. Right. And, and listen, however you do it, you got to get there. If you can teach yourself even more power to you because you really learn yourself, you make all the mistakes and you figure it out yourself. So I am very passionate about suggesting to all women that they must have some form of income stream, even if it's small and a side hustle. There's a self-esteem thing that's attached to it. Mm -hmm. And the world we live in today where you can work from home, where you can create. I mean, I'm a serious content creator. Mm -hmm. There are 20-year-old content creators who wonder how I put out as much content as I do because I take it seriously as a career and as a job. And parlay mm-hmm. that into other businesses. So yes. there are ways to keep your foot in the door in some way, even if you become a mother or life throws you a curveball, you have to move or there's a health situation. Any number of things can happen. Uh, I have a daughter now. I always tell her, I'm like, you have to work. You have to find a way. And it's really unfortunate that in America, there's just no support structure at all. Mm-hmm. everything I have made for years when I was working, when my kids were little for a little while, everything I made, I spent just trying to keep my life together. 
Yeah. Like have a babysitter pick the kid up, have somebody home, you know. But whatever that cost is, now I realize it must be paid and you must keep your foot in the door and stay in the game. Because exiting and re-entering is actually a monumentally difficult thing to do. Mm -hmm. And you feel, and and mostly it's because of the toll it takes on your self-esteem. You feel like the world has moved on and you got left behind. So the psychological work that you have to do to remind yourself that, no, you belong and you, you're going to get back into it. It's, it's like a battle. It's like a, you know, this whole. I say to a lot of women who want to have kids, they're like, what's your advice? You know, I'm worried that I'm going to end up becoming a stay at home mom. I said, well, make sure that before you have your kid, you don't just like your job. You're obsessed with your job. Yeah. I mean, that's, that can't be true for everybody, but because so often I hear moms who are stay at home, who are miserable, who have told me, and I quote, my brain is turning to mush. Um, I said, well, then why don't you figure out something else? Well, I just don't know what I would do. My old job, I don't really want to go back to it. I didn't really like it. And so in their mind, of course, like if you have a new baby and a job that you don't really like, you're going to hang out with your baby. There is no pull. If you know already that you don't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but worried about falling into that, you know, that uh, that inertia is going to pull you to that world because of culture, because of, you know, whatever, then you have to be obsessed with, with your career or have like a, a real plan before you dive into having kids. I agree. And, and love what you do. Like it's cheesy. And I like as an Indian woman, it's killing me to say this, but really love what you do because, you know, then there is it. When you like what you do, you're motivated to find ways to do it on the days that it's really hard to do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The weather's getting warmer as I record. It's a nice 73 degrees on the East Coast. So finally, time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and fingers crossed hello to shorts and tees. And I need to update my wardrobe for the long haul. And you know, I don't want to spend a fortune. So luckily I found Quince. I'm honest. I've got a lineup of timeless pieces from Quince that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and tons more. Best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I have t-shirts from Quince, pajamas from Quince, my very chic and fashionable sister-in-law, Hannah, her whole closet is Quince. And people often stop us and ask, where did you get this? Don't tell me the price. And then when I do, they're shopping on Quince.com. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash so money for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash so money to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so money. 
Did you know that I'm a podcast host and also a mind reader? Because I know that you want to grow your portfolio to deal with the rising costs of inflation, to pay off your debt or your mortgage. You want to attack pretty much anything standing in the way of you and your financial freedom, right? Well, here's one solution, more knowledge. This podcast helps, I hope. And you can use Yahoo Finance, where you can get access to the news, data, and tools that you need to help reach your definition of financial freedom. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. They're the number one finance destination, and I know because I worked there for many years, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, customizable charts, so much more. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. For the longest time, I dreaded buying bras. It was like shopping for jeans. Impossible. You want a bra that's sexy. You want a bra that's comfortable. You can't have both. Well, now you can, thanks to Third Love. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, the ick, the ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem or problem. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school. Get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made with premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with the code podcast15. To hear more from my interview with Zarna Garg, check out episode 1465. I've also linked it in the show notes. And by the way, Zarna has her own podcast with her family. It's called The Zarna Garg Show. Her sons, her daughter, her husband. I even stopped by the podcast earlier this year. We laughed about kids and money and who pays on the first date. So be sure to search for that episode on The Zarna Garg Show. Another rising comedian that joined us on the podcast this year was Nathan McIntosh, who loves to make us laugh about all the weird and unjust things in the financial world, from student loans to the lack of financial literacy in schools. He actually has a really popular comedy special called Money Never Wakes on YouTube, a New York Times favorite. And in this clip, Nathan and I, we laugh about how when people claim to be broke, but actually they're just fine. And sometimes what we lack in our financial lives is some good old perspective. Here's Nathan. Yeah, you're definitely not broke if you can call somebody right now to, to cover your full month of rent. Um, there's, uh, I mean, the dishonesty part is kind of weird because one, I talk, I talk about how, yeah, there's a lot of uh, people with money who pretend that they don't have it so that they can fit in sort of with the, the poorer the majority people. of Americans. Right. I, I mean, <laughs> most people have nothing. So this is the biggest group. Everybody wants to fit in. So they go, well, I'll wear, you know, ripped jeans or I'll pretend that I do this. Uh, again, that came from my, I would live with this guy for a minute who, who told me that, uh, yeah, he goes, I'm going to call my dad to pay my rent. And I go, I go, what's your, I go, did you grow up with money? He goes, no, no, we didn't have money. And I go, well, what did your dad, what's your dad do? His dad was the president of CBS Sports. <laughs> but in this man's world, 
there are, you know, people above him with jets. So he's like, we didn't have anything because, you know, look at, um, I don't know, look at uh, Mark Cuban. He's got money to go. But you have more money than most yeah. of the, the, the earth. <laughs> like it's craziness. It's funny, but it's so important to observe this. And even I think it was Jay-Z who said there's always another level. Yeah. So even when you're Jay-Z, you're like always looking for the, you know what my grandmother told me? There's always a lower level, Farnoosh. There's always <laughs> a basement. Okay. So I'm way more grateful for that perspective because yeah, it makes that's me funny. appreciate what I have. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm aspirational. I'm ambitious. It didn't strip me of that, yeah. but it made me really like feet on the ground, you know, like this is, and this is what I have is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love that you bring that up. So how much of your comedy is informed by your life? You talked about this roommate who sort of said this like ridiculous thing about not being well off. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. his dad, you know, makes millions of dollars a year. You know, you grew up in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I don't know culturally how different that is. It's so close to the, the border here. Like how yeah. how different was that growing up as far as like your money culture growing up? And then now, of course, living in New York, making a stand up career, hustling. Um, tell us a little bit about how your life is informing the stage. Uh, I mean, most of the things I talk about are things from my actual life or things that uh, I come across that hit me in, in a certain way. And that's why a lot of this money stuff I've had for a while and put together because I mean, growing up in Nova Scotia, I joked about how, yeah, people who had a garage, I thought people had money to take it a step further than that. I thought everybody who had a dad had money. Like (laughs) I thought every single person who had two parents in their house was the richest people alive because I grew up in a single parent uh, home. I'm also a single mom. Most of my friends were, they had single moms. So money was, a real concern constantly from, from, from since I can remember there's been, you know, my mom's complaint about bills. This is a time when student loan offices could call your house and be like, where's the money? Yeah. All collectors. Yeah. Yeah. All collectors. Yeah. So, so uh, money and the lack of it and the, and the thought of it being a, a real thing that exists on this earth ha- has been a huge part of my life. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where a lot of this stuff comes from that it's, it's, it's been around forever. You can listen to more of Nathan McIntosh and his comedy in our interview from earlier this year, episode 1513, and also his YouTube special money never wakes. Finally, I had the honor of speaking with comedian, author, and host of the Netflix show, Survival of the Thickest, Michelle Buteau, and our conversation happened live in New York in front of an audience. During our talk, we peeled back the layers of Michelle's storied life. She shared insights, anecdotes, and oh my gosh, I laughed so hard that night. She's not only a master of humor and storytelling, Michelle is also an astute saver and investor. And in this clip, she talks about the keys to living a rich life, negotiating for herself in the entertainment industry, and some of her best memories growing up as the daughter of immigrants. Owning your identity has been a journey. So maybe let's go back to little Michelle. When you were growing up in New Jersey, I was reading that your father is Haitian, but also there's a little bit of Middle Eastern there, like Lebanese. Well, you know, I don't know who put that there. I was like, 23 and me, did you just do my Wikipedia page? (laughs) But you know, 
I, you, the, the Lebanese were indentured servants to the, the French, and so uh-huh. I feel like there's a lot of Lebanese situations happening, but my father is from Haiti, and my mom is from Jamaica, and she's half white. Her dad was from France, which is why I think she liked my dad, because there was a French guy, but I don't want to know why my parents liked each other. I'm just here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to That's know another show, yeah. Look! Yeah. And so um, it's very interesting that you talk about money, because my mom, you know always said, um, you have to take care of yourself. Don't depend on a man, mm-hmm. make your own money. She taught me how to balance a checkbook, um, before she taught me like anything else. Like there was never like a, this is how you do your nails. This is how you comb your hair. It's just like balance a checkbook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of creators that I, I, I interview, especially the ones who've really, um, gone on to really like make it, you know, it's really hard. It's a tough industry. They see themselves as entrepreneurs and small business owners in tandem to being, you know, creatives and whether it's an actress or a comedian or all of the above. Yeah. Do you see yourself like that? No, I just see a plus size woman trying to live her truth Hmm. and that's all I can be. Yeah. And, and how much of that, um, did, like, what are the lessons from childhood, the biggest money memory you have growing up that has continued to sort of hang out and you're in your adulthood today? Oh my goodness. So many, um, don't be afraid of hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't mind a long day as long as it's fun. And, um, you know, I have, my uncle's the archbishop of Jamaica, right? So, um, and I don't mean to say this in a wrong way, but, uh, in Jamaica, at least from, from what I've seen, the poorer you are, the more religious you are. You just have to believe in something. Right. And so my family is very generous. And so I am also very generous. Mm. And so if people need help, I will help them. And I always trust it's going to come back, Mm. but I'm also not afraid of hard work. And I remember working overtime at WSBN, editing the local news in Miami. And, uh, I was so mad that my, uh, my manager didn't say thank you Mm. to me for working all those hours and my feet hurt. And my dad was like, never work for a thank you. Just leave with a, you're welcome. Yeah. But at the same time, do you feel like there's a, to- a line to toe? Because yes, you want to be grateful and like hard work. I get, I'm a daughter of immigrants. Yeah. But you don't want to undervalue yourself 100%. either. 100%. So how do you negotiate for yourself? And I know this is a, it's not like you figured it all out. Maybe you have, and I will be listening and taking all the notes. But I feel well, like for everybody, <laughs> it is like a growth process, you know? Oh, that's we- my Uber Eats. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like most recently, what have you learned about negotiating your value? In the industry, in the industries. Yeah. I mean, what a great question. I feel like, um, everyone, everyone's different. Right. And so for me, I had, I don't mind a slow simmer. I'm, I'm really appreciative that it has taken so long. I don't think it's taken not by my standards because I'm still alive. So it's right on time, but, um, just learning about, um, all the little nooks and crannies of the business. And, you know, when you have a team together, what that means and who's going to ask for what and how they can get you a better deal. And so for me, I really rely on my team and like, I sort of like figured out what they do. And, um, also doing a lot of stuff for free, I think is a great education, Mm -hmm. not forever, but you know, what I did learn for like the eight years of doing stuff for free or low pay is that, um, I'm better than whoever you're paying. So now I know. Mm -hmm. Pay me. Speaking of your twins, twin girls or boy girl? Girl boy till they tell me otherwise. I'm very inclusive. Cool. <laughs> um, 
What is a money narrative that you want to rewrite for them? We all grow up with perceptions of money or ideas around money, good and bad. Yeah. And now with adults with agency, we it's our it's our right, it's our power to be like, that's what my parents did, that's what I learned, that's what society wanted me to do, but yeah. no more. Yeah. And so is there something you a pattern you want to undo for your for your daughters, for your daughter and son? Yeah, I mean that's a that's a beautiful question. And I feel like right now the only thing I want to make sure that I can do for them is that it is their life, not mine. Mm -hmm. They will never embarrass me. I am only proud of them. As long as they do it for themselves and not for anyone else, then I'm cool with that, man. You know, however you feel like you want to live because, you know, being rich is subjective, Uh, especially going to Holland where I'm like, this is how you live and that's what you make. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's got a garden. Mm-hmm. And healthcare, <laughs> right? And it's not like a luxury; it's just like a, like standard. So, two questions about that. Mm-hmm. What? Not one, yes. but two. Double. I love two a follow-up. A twofer. Um, tell me, but you mentioned how you know, and I, and that like my hair went up on my arm on my arms because you said like I, I would never want them to feel embarrassed or that they're embarrassing me. Yeah. That is like classic trauma of, I think, raise your hand if you ever felt that way, that you never wanted to do something that would embarrass your parents and you wanted to make them happy mm-hmm. to a fault. So was how, give me a story about that because now I'm sure selling them on comedy probably wasn't simple. Was, or was it? I mean, I feel like yeah. every immigrant parent wants you to be like, wants you to follow the, the tried and true path. Well, every time I try to do something to make them happy, I never got it right. So then they're upset. I'm upset. We're all frustrated. And so I think it's good to take time away from the people that you're closest to, even the ones that raised you to figure out. I always say, like your Julia Roberts in Runaway Bride, how you like your eggs? <laughs> I told you my references are old. <laughs> I knew The that guy one. from Queens is like Googling. Yeah, um, yeah but like... The minute I really started making decisions for me, then we sort of respected each other. Yeah. And so, like, even at my last uh, special, Welcome to Butopia, that won a Critics' Choice Award. Thank you so much for a female to do that, which is insane. You don't have to clap, but thanks. My mom is in the audience. She's super proud. This is my one-hour Netflix special. I have arrived, darling, and it was like a plus-size sequence suit. Oh, my God, the wedgie. It was like tiny little knives in my butt, but I'm like, how's Beyonce do it? Let's go. (laughs) And um, I have a joke about anatomy. I'm very proud. I'm, you know, I'm a body positive, sex positive, and she knows this. And if you don't like it, you don't have to come to the show. She came to the show. Mm. I did the joke. Mm-hmm. People laughed and she looked so disappointed. Mm. And um, while we were editing the special uh, with Paige Hurwitz and Wanda Sykes, they have a producing, uh, they, their producers are my um, special. They're like, we can cut this joke if you want. I'm like, no, leave it in. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, Paige genius. She goes, okay, we're going to do the joke, but we're going to cut to your mom looking disappointed. <laughs> I was like, awesome. And it's wow. so hilarious. Cause I'm like, that is also my life. Yes. Like yes. people are bent over. Have with you laughter. talked to her about it? Yeah. But I don't know if she hears me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she listens. But I don't know if she hears me. And so it's like, it's that, like, I don't think it's ever going to, 
I don't think we're ever going to high five and be like, Hey girl. Hey, but I can't understand what it was like growing up the time she did and, and the yeah. pressure that she had to come here and assimilate and do all that stuff. Like she really set me up for success just to be a loud mouth, you know, freckle face biatch. Oh my God. But you know, she's so proud. Oh my God. She tells all her girlfriends about you. The ones that are still alive. Cause every time I talk to her, there's a new funeral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my second question. You remember? I'm so I, impressed. I know. I was like, it was going away, and then it came back. It always I was does. So into your storytelling. <laughs> the second question, because you mentioned Holland and sort of, you know, what what we define as wealth here versus overseas, and just yeah. all of that. How do you define wealth for you, and how has it evolved? Oh my, what in the Oprah is going on? I told on? you this was going to be sometimes. What in the Oprah is going on? Can I quote that? So money, what in the Oprah is going on? Michelle Bouteau, I'm going to win an Emmy. Um, it's, it's definitely changed for me having kids because, you know, now I'm on some generational wealth business where I'm like, cause I want to promote that generational health. I want them to know that they will be taken care of. They should still work for whatever they want. But, ooh, baby, I want to just provide happy memories so they know what it's like to be a strong, opinionated woman, you know, living her truth and paying the bills. Yeah. By doing something you love. You know, when I first started stand up, there were so many writers and producers uh, in the news business that were like, it's not a real job. It's really hard. I don't know if you'll make it. Uh, manage your expectations. And I'm like, sounds like you're very sad to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come to my show? I need a plus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I got to perform if you want to come with your sad this story. This is happening. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, before I was like, money will be there. It's there to be like, it'll just come when it comes. And now I'm like, let's figure out how to save. That was comedian Michelle Buteau from episode 1450. I actually submitted this episode for a Webby. So stay tuned. Hopefully we'll get nominated and hopefully we'll win. And that's our show for today. Wishing you a festive holiday and a happy new year. Friday, we're going to have Ask Farnoosh. And then the following week, fresh new episodes on So Money, including my interviews with Cindy Spiegel, author of Micro Joys, a bestseller, and Vivian Tu, aka Your Rich BFF, TikTok star and the author of the new book, Rich AF. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Congrats on crossing the finish line in 2023. Hope you have a safe New Year holiday, and I hope your day is so money. Hosting the So Money podcast for almost 10 years, I've been learning a lot about how to best serve you outside the show. I've begun to offer pop-up workshops and a So Money members club. And with each new line of business, a lot goes on behind every transaction. Stripe helps simplify and ease payments with tap to pay on iPhone, which helps me grow revenue and reach through accepting more in-person contactless payments when I'm out in real life promoting my programs. Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe give me the ability to scale quick 
quickly and stay flexible with quick setup and no additional hardware required. And it's not just ideal for me. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe help businesses of all sizes accept contactless payments right from an iPhone. Whether your customers want to use their card, Apple Pay, or other digital wallet, now you can accept contactless payments right from an iPhone. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.